You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Guys, you guys were fine. Uh-huh. Oh my god, this was so exciting. We so, just watched a movie. We watched the movie where they promised to take us to where all the best fighters go. I forgot about that. <laughs> we watched Naked Weapon from 2002. A long time ago, we started this thing called the 9 to 5 Movie Club, and we made Sophie watch Crush Groove, which yes. was the first episode, which is a fictitious retelling of the origins of Def Jam Records. And when we finished watching it, for reasons that she says she forgets, Sophie was like, guys, the next movie is going to be Naked Weapon. That was two years ago. I think it's because I said I was going to be the, the the bad Asian movie referral person. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And I remember that this would have some awesome moments that you guys could pick out. It did. It yeah. had. Oh, hold on. You thought this was bad? This this is uh, terrible in so many ways. I mean, like, yeah, but but then it goes back around to good again. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it's yeah. an awesome, yeah. terrible movie. Right, like, this right. movie is really cool. To yep. watch and stuff, but you cannot call this cinema. Can't you though? <laughs> we actually, John and I have had this conversation yeah. about like horror films where yep. you're like, it's hard to explain to people. You're like, oh, like we watch like horror movies. They're like, well, good horror movies. Like, well, we do watch those, but we also <laughs> watch really bad ones. Yeah. And like there's, there's a certain art to making a bad movie. Yes. And I feel that Naked Weapon kind of like, kind of hits it. Like, like we, yeah. like it's, anyway. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. What? Is this movie about guys? Hold on, hold on. I had to wait. You just watched it, and yeah. I feel like you need to ask that question. Hold on. Uh, the tagline for this film okay. is "They will seduce you just before they kill you." That does Ooh. happen numerous times. Mm-hmm. Well, by no, numerous, I mean not, twice. Not, yeah, not that numerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but it's we're led to believe that the China dolls' naked weapons are like that's kind of their game, which is to like seduce the men and then kill them. Mm-hmm. So. The so basic plot, right. girls are girls. kidnapped at the tender age of 12 or 13 mm-hmm. by this mysterious woman. Madam M. Madam M. Mm-hmm. And uh, she trains them until the age of 18 to be lethal killers and seductresses, uh, skilled in many social aspects and etiquettes, whatever, and then has them all fight each other. And I was going to say, I was like, you're being a little generous with trains them, because like at the end of the day, she's really only them? training one. Because yeah. like her goal is to have like 40 of them, and then whittle them away to, to one. one. To one lethal assassin. So yeah. a six-year mm-hmm. process where she kidnaps like 40 girls well, to get one assassin six years later. To be and fair, one assassin them. for five years. Yes, for only yeah. five years. So wait a second, hang on, man. She can't. Eat. She doesn't even have a ready assassin. Her training process is six, six years, years long, yeah. but the contract's for five, so <laughs> she doesn't even have back to back. She has one year where she okay, just okay. does not. But have then an she she breaks her rule like the very first time she does it, or no, whatever. We, no, it's not her very first time she does it. Like the 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 girl from the introduction is like her proto silver naked. dress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done this. More okay, than yeah, once. then it's retarded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she have a six year contract. Yeah. No, no, no. So no, she can no. train the replacement. That makes total sense. If you're raking in millions and millions of dollars in five years, you take a year off. Yeah. Mm, you go get right. your hair that's done. Right. Maybe that's the year yeah. that you used to amass the girls. Okay, hold on, hold on. But then, after they escape. Right. Right. Okay. What's First of all. <laughs> they, they, wait, what? They kidnap 40 girls. Right. Hang, hang on, shoot one right away. Yeah. Who tries to run away. Yeah, and she's then, like, I miss my mom. They're like, no, no, no. She doesn't try to run away. She's like, 
go. Asks to go yeah. home. She asks to leave, and Madame M is like, cool, leave. She doesn't, like, escape. Like, no, she right. literally gets Madame M's blessing, and then they shoot her. And then the three of them who do try to escape... End up drowned. Well, well, or die, drown. whatever. Okay. Mysteriously. So, the We're film the opens yeah. at the Four Seasons in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> where there's th- three cops sitting in a car. One uh, of them is sort of Mark Ruffalo. One of them will be our kind of hero, Jack. And then... By cops, you mean CIA agents. CIA yeah. agents, who they Federal seem to... Federal CIA yeah, agents. Yeah, they seem to have confused all sorts of fucking cop agents with CIA agents. And then they're following this, like, super hot chick in the silver dress who is going to presumably seduce and kill this guy. Then, like, it sounds like their plan is to straight up watch her kill a guy before stopping her. They're like, why don't we stop her, says Jack. And they're like, because then... We need to let her escape so she can lead us to Madame M. Well, it's scathing political commentary on the... On the CIA. The, on the CIA, yeah. Because <laughs> that's not at all <laughs> how the CIA works. <laughs> oh, my God. Then, <laughs> something that I... Re- the best part... Not the best part. Just a part that happens when they frisk this woman. They only frisk her vagina. Well... Again, to be fair, that's that's the only space that there was cloth on her, yeah, right? Like much. she was mostly was naked, a, right? Like a handkerchief with some shoelaces. Right? She could have had like a knife taped to her tummy. Yes, she could have. Mm. She could have had uh, blades hidden under her breasts. Right? She could she, have had, no, no, she no, no. Definitely not. not. Yeah, she, she did not have enough breasts. She could have had a razor blade under her tongue. That's the thing that that, yeah, that could have taught me about. Yeah. Like, Straight. There's all sorts of things, but nope. The security guard is like, "Let me just check your vagina. We're done." He didn't check her vagina. He checked her thighs. His hands went right up her skirt. That's yeah. what they do when they frisk you. I've never had a skirt. Well, you've never had a vagina. Someone needs to frisk <laughs> you right now. No. <laughs> okay. Then. Uh, <laughs> awkward pause. Yeah. Then, then the worst CIA agents of all time stop to get snacks. Yep. Yeah. They, they get some snacks. They send out their CIA friend, Jack, to go pick up snacks. Then the woman tries to escape. And then they pull out an RPG and they blow up this woman. And I guess the opening of the movie is designed to show us, like, the lethal potential of one of Madame M's assassins. Or maybe why she decided to start training another group. Because her, her, like, her one got killed. Or, see, like, or naked breasts. Because that's the only time you see it in the it's movie. It's true. <laughs> the only nudity in the... No, 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 no. You, you, Charlene Lots. in the ocean, there's some... I Side think, boob. No, no she nipple. presses right up against Jack. Oh. No, that's the only time. That's fair, I suppose. But I was going to say... And though, not, not that that's what I need the most from a movie... But one called Naked, Naked Weapon. Weapon. Yeah. It's true. I really <laughs> did not deliver on that particular point. I don't know about that. I think it's meant to have more than one meaning. What's the other meaning? I don't know. This this movie is layers <laughs> upon layers. <Keith>. Layers <laughs> upon layers. Of it's a glass onion. Of intrigue. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I guess, I mean, like at least the reading that I had of this sequence was, because it seems like Madame M's dudes are killing the first assassin. Mm-hmm. So I feel that she doesn't really ever intend to let them go at the end of five years. Yep. Like, at the end of five years, she just... RPGs kills, them. Yeah, mm-hmm. she kills the assassin and then trains some new ones. That's what I was, like, taking from it. Because it's straight up. It's Madame M who drives away in the thing, and it's, like, one of Madame M's dudes who... Yes, but Madame M also does make the CIA agents. So she Madame, knows that her no. killer is is marked. Yeah, she sits there and gives Jack this. No, I'm arguing with Keith. Sandwiches. I'm arguing with Keith here. What? 
Uh, it's not Madame M's guys who shoot the car down. Those were the bodyguards of the guy she just killed. Madame M shoots her assassin, who's been compromised because she's being rescued by a cop. What? No. Yes. The, the Italian mobster guy shoots the rocket launcher. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, you shot my what boss. Someone to shoot you with the rocket. <laughs> okay, but then I remember afterwards, the hero Jack shoots a guy in the head twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. Bang! Headshot. And the guy, like, you see the bread splay from the headshot. Then he kind of falls. And then it cuts it. He's like, bang! Shoots him in the chest. Then bang! <laughs> shoots him in the head again. It's supposed to be one in the head, two in the chest. This is the reverse. Either way, push. man. This guy's a hell of a shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, to double the, tap the a double tap like, at do, range. Just to set the scene, this guy that he shoots twice <laughs> in the head is on a fucking balcony in a hotel, like, up a couple stories. And he's in the parking lot. So what and with a handgun, not a sniper or anything. Well, we can take oh, away from that is we can expect a lot from Jack moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna deliver, and he's a rookie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nowhere he's, to go but up. Yeah, he's gonna fucking <laughs> save the day. Anyway, so then Jack does nothing for fucking. No, 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 no. First of all, he's like, there's more than forty missing girls, like on Earth. From all over the world. From all over the world. He's like sitting there looking at a CIA database and is like, there's 40 girls who have gone missing with martial arts training. And I don't know what the statistics are, but I feel like a gazillion people go missing every day. And he is like literally scanning the planet on his computer screen. I feel like if you were an FBI agent working human trafficking cases... That scene would infuriate you to no end. <laughs> I feel that if you have a kidnapped child, you're like, what the shit? Okay, but also, so, Scott, you understand police uh, procedures more than anybody, because you were complaining, like, a lot in this movie about what the CIA was doing involved in this. So, like, what is the CIA for? Just, just at many points, CIA agent Jack says, I could arrest her for this. Right. Which is not a thing... Anyone in the CIA can do. They just, number one, they can't arrest people because they're not cops. Right. They're not police. They're not law enforcement in any way, shape, or form. They're an intelligence agency. They are spies and researchers and translators and data analysts. Right. So they can't arrest people. I feel like we're harping on a really a very minor. Okay, but it's like it's so minor. But they like they could have picked anything, but they chose CIA. I think it's charming. It's like they're just saying it wrong every time, but doing so it straight face. It's, it's kind of like Blades of Steel because it was like a hockey game made by Konami, where if you get in a fight, the loser goes into the penalty box. They're like close enough. That's hockey. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like just well, they're they're satisfied with it because it's more fun. I don't know. I feel like that's someone saying. They're a hacker, so it's obvious that they're the best at dance dance revolution. But I don't know enough about hacking <laughs> to know if how much of hacking has to do with dance dance revolution. Uh, okay, so that was our opening scene. Yeah. Where we have Jack now who's like, man, Madam Q, not Madam Q, Madam M. I got confused because the actress's name is Maggie Q. Mm. Madam M. Uh, is, I guess, recruiting or stealing, kidnapping children because he says 40 girls have gone missing on planet Earth because we live in a modern utopia yep. where there's only 40 missing children at any given time. And they all have martial arts training. And now we cut to the beach. Nope. No? We cut to a kickboxer fight. Oh, it's true. There's like a Thai kickboxing fight. Is that yeah. is that Cat? That's where That's we meet Catherine. With lots of shaky cam. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And a uh, 13-year-old Cat. Right, beats up Beating a boy, the shit out of him. Yep, yep. To get some rice, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for lots of shaky cam. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually like one of by far. I mean, I guess it's to cover up the fact that it was like little kids fighting. Yeah. But it was like it's like probably the worst fight of the movie. Like. And like then yeah. Madame M is like, "You will come work for me." Here's a teddy bear. She's like, no. Here's a knife. I'm in. (laughs) It was a little weird. Well, she took the food first. Yes. She took the food. Then she was like, a knife, you say? Sign Mm -hmm. me up. And then we get to the scene that we already talked about, which is straight up murder of a 12-year-old. Which is, like, not the most shocking thing in this film. No. No, it is not. Uh, no. I feel like <laughs> John, the, the John, worst is much yet to come. Had to, like, had to do some math. He's like, yeah. is it? Oh, no. Yeah. Do you remember the scene? It is like by far the But at the beginning of the movie, Sophie was like, I want to see if you guys freak out at the scene that everybody freaks out about. Was it that scene? Yes, it was. All yeah. right. So hold on to that thought, listener. Yeah. The dinner because, party? Because we had that introduction of being like, there's a scene that you're going to freak out about. And we were like, I wonder when it's going to be. <laughs> you know what? I think that scene is why I picked this movie. <laughs> I think I remember now. <laughs> like, I, I want to like, make the guys watch this. Yes, I'm like, they're going to flip their shit. It'll be great. <laughs> it's just so fucking out of place. <laughs> so, are we, are we it, fast forwarding to this? Uh, no, 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 no. We're close to it. Yeah, There's a lot of time that this movie spends on the remaining 36 girls yeah. training to become killers. I would yeah. like to point out that in that training time, okay, the girls are given a uniform of like khaki shorts and a beige t-shirt or tank top. Correct. Yeah. Right? And they are wearing the same thing when they're eighteen. Yeah, because well, so I, mean, I think I think because they gap kept cargo the same container. ones. No, because because Madame M also has a business making clothing and shipping it to America, right, and so gap. she has tons and tons of. No, but I'm right. like, that's yeah, but like, her. You're you're like giving it way more thought. I'm just saying, like I just, almost wrote that down. I was just, like, I was thinking it out, and I was like, nope, she has two businesses. They're synced. <laughs> I don't think she needs two businesses so much as she needs a Costco membership. <laughs> and she's just like, give me all of your khaki shorts and all of your beige tank tops for women. The girls will grow up. Scott brought out a good point, I think, mm-hmm. which was in the training montage. We see all these little six year old, 12 year old girls who are kind of like doing their thing. Then it fast forward. So, first of all, holy shit. It all starts off as 12 year old girls, so that we all know that these 12 year old girls are going to grow up into seductive assassins. So, we're already like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, we've already like, like showing the weird 12 year old background history is kind of like giving off a Leon the professional vibe, I guess. But then the part that struck me was that like, I know a lot of 12 year old girls. And not all of them grew up to be, like, beautiful. Beautiful. But all of these ones did. As far as we know. Well, but that weird Romanian one. Some of them were pretty average looking once you looked at them when they were grown up. Uh, They were all very attractive, I feel. You know what? With the cash that she makes, Madame M can spring for some surgery. You think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I feel braces were definitely included in the kidnapping. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, it's a good dental plan. Because it is shown in the training montage that they're not only learning... To be murder assassins. There's also like makeup. runway walking, wine tasting, like wine walk. tasting, and like runway walking and, and makeup training. The and perfect all that stuff. little infiltrators. Yeah, exactly. And I guess, and I mean, but you, like my thought was much more sinister. Whereas, like at age like 14, they're just sort of like too ugly, and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> you're like they're fixing them with surgery or whatever. Madderman's like, no man, part of the deal is hot assassins. You're just not going to cut it on the hot level. doesn't matter how murderous you are. Like, there's some, like, Spetsnaz, butch's fuck motherfucker. It's <laughs> just like, no, you don't make it because you can't do runway walk. I'm pretty sure I could be a also, good... Also, those 12-year-old girls, on top of it, they were getting hit in the face a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cut up with barbed wire when they were doing those runs crawling. Scar shit all over their face. Pretty yeah. sure the montage showed makeup. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> They're just always applying a ton of concealer on the top to bottom. It was lumpy. Hide the scars. Holy shit. <laughs> so then we're led to believe that they're almost done their training. And they're just like, go for a walk in the woods and you'll be attacked randomly. Mm-hmm. Then they are attacked randomly. They and are. A few of them kill some guys. A few of them kill some guys. There's like, one girl's like hanging around a tree with her ankle or her, like, making a bear hug on the tree. And she flips over backwards and then breaks a guy's neck. Is that the introduction to the creepy this girl? This is the first of three tests, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we don't know that there's going to be three, though. The movie yeah, doesn't but spell that out. Whatever. But it happens. Yes, it does. So he flips over and snaps the girl's neck, and then they're like, this is serious business. Because, like, at this point... It's all been fun and games. Based on the conversation that Charlene and Kat are having, they haven't killed anybody yet. Because they're like, what if you have to kill someone? They're like, I don't want to think about it. I'm like, man... I feel we should stress how close Charlene and Kat have gotten. Yeah, because right after that first jungle murder thing, they they soap each other up in the showers. Yeah, well, not just that. They were, like, super creepy close when they were kids, too. Well, it's true. Charlene wanted to run away with the escapees, and Kat's like, no, idiot, and then, like, hugs her. Kat basically has been, like, saving Charlene's stupid butt, like, since the very start and protecting her in every fucking way. And looking at her with these eyes that are just like stalker eyes, but agree. Yeah. And their their romance is actually fairly believable. It is. It's very <laughs> fucking believable. But not, but not for, not to be developed by the film though. The film is not going to develop. Let's get to that, that later, Keith. Don't yeah. skip ahead. No, but I mean, but you think it's going there? Like you really do? Because like the scene that Scott's talking about is just like Charlene just like straight up killed this person and is feeling kind of fucked up about it. And then Kat is just like, let me like reach over you with one arm and then just like. Soap, soap up your, your chest. Soap mm-hmm. up your above collarbone area because not neither one of them do nudity. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. But then they talk to each other nose to nose and then they hug each other crying. Mm-hmm. Naked. Still soaped in up in the shower. Yep. Soaped up and naked. So like, there's a romantic undercurrent. Well, that and then it's followed by the, you know, um, pillow fight murder scene. I wrote party. worst pajama party ever <laughs> that's a pretty good one too but there were feathers flying everywhere so from at this those point in, uh, sorry at this point in the movie madame m comes into the dormitory right where the remaining 34 girls are i suppose 34 that sounds right yeah there's some there's some casualties i think two like of them die or it's combat attack yeah. it's and either says, a pair or an even number we've been yeah maybe that's why the girl killed two. yeah 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 because yeah. it might have been an even and huh. says Everyone in this room must kill one of the other people in this room uh, to survive. Otherwise, two minutes from now, we're going to come in here and shoot everyone dead. Right. And everyone's like, no, we don't want to kill each other. And then they start killing each other. No, no, no. The creepy girl says. But there has to be only 20 because there's only 10 people in the last fight. It's one, then two, then three, then four. No, there's yeah. 11 numbers. Oh, you're right. There's 11 because it goes... Yeah. I think I might have seen a 12, but I at least saw an 11. Because it's 2, then 4, then 7, then 11. There's 11. Okay. So there's 22 girls at this point. There's 22 girls left. Or maybe 23, yeah. and that's why the evil one had to kill. Right. Because <laughs> the, the fucking psycho girl kills <laughs> two for no reason. At yeah, exactly. All. She yeah. starts the killing. They're all standing around being like, why should we do this? Why don't we just run at the guys with machine guns? And they're like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just this kill each other. This is what our job is. <laughs> Yeah, then one of them stabs a girl in the chest. Then there's the worst pajama party ever. There's feathers flying everywhere. Yeah, the and then the same girl that starts the killing lifts up a fucking bed and smashes the bed foot down on another girl's head. So No then, reason. Then it cuts to the outside where there's all the girls standing and next to the bodies. And I was like, there's one girl who did not kill anyone. 
<laughs> she's, like, she's like, and she's like, picks up a corpse and is like, listen, there's enough dead people in here. We don't need to keep killing each other. Someone was keeping count? I guess. Like, I feel there's like the bookish one in the corner being like, time, like there's 11 dead, we're 11, we're done. No, no, I think, I think the first one that the evil girl killed, one of the innocent girls grabbed the body and ran outside because that was all the requirements. Were. <laughs> she's like, bitch stole yep. my body. I'd get another one. Yeah, you're right. I oh, like honestly, like that would have added two seconds of the movie, oh. and I would have been such a fan of that girl. <laughs> 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 I'd have been like the fucking smartest one. In the fucking right, like room. it could have yeah. been the Romanian girl with the short hair. I would have been behind that. Her like weird reluctance to fight later on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She's huh. like, somewhat. He just like, grabs a body and just leaves, and they're like, "Excellent, you are the first kill. Top mark, student." <laughs> She's like, yep, that's me. Yep, <laughs> big killer over here. A1 killer. <laughs> All right, so crazy pillow fight murder scene is followed by what? Royal the Royal Rumble, Rumble. Of, death Rumble. of death. Royal Rumble of death. The Royal Rumble in I can't believe how elaborate this was. Cat what was pulls like a so, character building scene? I guess. Yeah. So explain the rules, Keith. There's a bunch of sticks in a barrel and the numbers have 1 to 11 because we just explained the math earlier. <laughs> and uh, you pull out the stick and you get your entrance number, a lot like WWE's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Yes. And right. then instead of a ring, you go into the Thunderdome where you, you have to kill each other. Yeah. Pretty much. And you're allowed to, to pick one weapon, and then two girls go in. No, no. Yeah. Okay. So one and two face each other off. One the and survivor. two face each other off. Fight to the death. Fight to the death. When there's only one person left, they enter in two. So then it's like a fatal three-way. Then if they kill... So numbers three and four join in at the same time. Join against the, the survivor. So Again, when there's one left... Three join in, mm-hmm. so five, six, and seven join in. Yep. Then again, when there's only one left, eight, nine, ten, and eleven join in, exactly. and then it's a fatal five-way. Always fighting. Which to the turned death. into a Gatorade commercial. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. So anyway, so Cat uh, draws number one, and then Charlene is like, "You've always had my back. This time, I've got yours." And then grabs the number one stick and walks in without any weapons, which is like the dumbest, because she had the opportunity to get a weapon, but was like, "No, I'm just going to go in with the stick." And the Romanian no, girl... No, there was, like, swords and shit. Yeah, but, know? like, she goes literally... No, but she, like, yeah, goes... I know, I know. Her, like, literally walks I'm like, by. I'm not saying, like, a weapon stick. I'm saying, like, the stick with her number on let's, it. Let's, yeah. just give her, let's just give her some credit. I mean, she's always been protected by Kat, and now this is the first time she's protecting Kat in return. Charlene is the protector here. It's the first and boldest thing she's ever done in her life. It's true. And she's gambling her whole existence on it. So, so it's so reasonable it that be, she forgot to grab a sword. It could be she was just a little too concerned okay, Sophie? to pick up a weapon. Sophie. Yes. Like, in a situation... She's a trained assassin. Where you yes. are, you and I are both trained assassins. <laughs> and then, like, there's, like, a situation like this, and I'm like, no, Sophie, you had my back those times. I have your back. I'd still grab a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't just, like... Let's just for a moment assume that not everyone is quite as level-headed as we would assume. But, like, they've had six years of training to become level-headed assassins. But she was a stupid girl killed, constantly protected by her best friend and sheltered. But, like, the whole time? Yeah, no, no. I don't know, man. I, I feel that Charlene should have picked up some survival skills. Like, pick up a goddamn knife. Maybe it made her look more badass. Maybe. So you're saying she, that, like... Maybe it's It just, was, like, yeah, it did. literally like she no was other choosing reason. to handicap herself? Yeah. She's like, fuck this. My body is a weapon. I am a naked weapon. I meant yeah. it kind of more meta. That it was, like, the director saying, I'm just going to send her in with no weapon. I was going to say, but she's the naked weapon. So they fight, yep. and then a bunch of them die, yeah. and the final three are Charlene, Charlene and Kat, and Psycho Killer, Psycho Killer Psycho Psycho Girl. Girl. Of course. And for some reason, and Madame M decides to break her own golden rule. For no reason. She's like, stop! Exception time! 
like for no reason. Like, I will keep psycho well, killers about to kill Charlene. Maybe the quality, of the, the quality fighting. of the fighting. Yeah, all three of them were doing cool moves on each other. Previous years, <laughs> previous years, they end up the last few end up exhausted, crawling on each other, punching each other with the heels of their their palms. You like they went full ninja the whole. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like, are you? Um, like a member of Madame M's organization. He seemed to be speaking like very knowledgeably about previous years. He was the years. only one who was paying attention to the actual plot. But he just referenced previous years of the final duel, which was not in the movie at all. I can You can construct it. Okay. Right. Uh, do, we, do we guys uh, want to have... The nuanced performances of Madame M and her soldiers. Do you speaking of Madame M soldiers? Do you guys want to give a shout out to the lookalike stuntmen who will make up <laughs> Madame M's elite? Oh, you mean JCVD clone? Yeah. yeah, there's well, the first guy, the guy who shoots the twelve year old girl, is like heavily, heavily uh, Vin, Vin Diesel? Diesel clone. Yep, like slightly yep. skinnier Vin Diesel. And then there's kind of a Jean Claude Van Damme looking guy who, when we looked at it and we saw Jean Claude Van Damme, but Scott saw someone else. <laughs> Dude looked just like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> right. He really yeah. did not. It was, ah. <laughs> it's kind of in the middle. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You need to see a picture. Oh, like you know what? When I looked at him, all I saw was how he spoke. Oddly enough, I was so distracted by his accent and how stupid it was, <laughs> and the aviators. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so. pulling up a picture of Freddie Mercury here because I think I'm calling him. Forgot what he looks like. I'm calling him JCVD because he's a muscle bound pretty boy who has a stupid accent. I just. Yeah, he does. He does look a lot like he could have been. Especially this is like this movie came out in two thousand two. Could have definitely been a Jean Claude Van Damme, like stunt, Look, stunt guy. Yeah, maybe. Like, like, do you remember the Annihilators? Nope. No. What the hell is the Annihilators? Is the movie where there's like, and that's just not just a, a symbol of our unity. It's also a cry for help. Anyway, <laughs> what? what? It's a really bad movie from the eighties, which is like super clearly starring like a number. Like, there's. Definitely Robert Redford's, uh, like, stuntman. Uh, okay, There's, okay, like, okay. definitely fucking Patrick Swayze's stuntman. Yeah, okay, you, you win, Scott. Scott's this, showing us yeah. a picture of Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he does look... He, yeah, okay. Scott, Talks save like that. DCVD. Save that photo and use it for the episode image. Just, if you're listening at home, pull up on your phone and search Freddie Mercury teeth. Or put it in the episode image. All right. <laughs> Who doesn't know what Freddie Mercury looks like? So I don't know. <laughs> what? Why wouldn't I know? Well, you were just like that guy does not look like like. Yeah, no, much I, the yeah. soldier. I guess so. So the the bastard love child of Freddie Mercury and <laughs> right, right, right. JCVD. Um, All that to say. So there's the three girls that are left, and they yes. are treated to a beautiful dinner by you're Madame missing, M. But hang on. Keith got really excited there. Because <laughs> you're missing it cuts from them like fucking bleeding and about to murder to each other to them like walking down a hallway wearing fancy dresses like best laughing friends. and full of gaiety. Like hee 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 They're like besties. All yeah. is forgiven. All three of them. Yeah. All three of them. Even the psycho murderer. And Madame M sits them down at a set table pours them all glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Does a little test on them to see if they can identify the year and label by taste alone. Charlene gets wine table, table wine, <laughs> and then they all all three girls pass out. And they're Almost, just, no, 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 they're still conscious. Yeah, no, they're, they're, so they're, they're mild just, sedative. They're yeah. not unconscious. Yeah. They all flop. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They're basically like completely Vicodined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, then they're viciously raped by three of Madame M's soldiers. Maybe more than three. Just three. There were three. Three boys, three girls, and they high five as they switched. Uh, I thought there was like three white guys and a black guy. No, no. but the high five, Keith. Yes, I do yeah. remember the high fives. I yep. wrote down a comment. I think everybody rape, 
High fives. Gang bang high five. Mm-hmm. Which is so fucked up. Because, like, okay. John, John's face was the best. If you were wondering <laughs> at the beginning of the episode where we said the murder of a 12-year-old was not the most shocking thing. Yeah. This is absolutely the most shocking thing. For no fucking reason. Like, who's the director on this? I don't know. I want to call you out, guy. Second. I know you're listening. Either way. The best boy was Lam Chung Wan. Okay. <laughs> Lam Chung Wan. <laughs> Why did you do this to us? The gaffer was Yao Ki Wing. The assistant costume designer uh, was Chow Siu Tung Ching. Siu Tung Ching? Okay. Yeah. Siu Tung Ching. Like, fuck. Like, I don't know what the... Like, this is mostly a, like, a crazy gonets, like, funzy kung fu movie. And then this, just this like this is just so dark, just it's so fucking dark, and it made the girls look like ugly and wrecked, and there was yeah. no beauty. In and, any and they're kind of kinda crying, right? Yeah, they're yeah. fucking like, crying yeah. and traumatized. Yes, and there is there is also spoiler alert: zero redemption or revenge for this. No, yeah, yeah. those two yeah. soldiers disappear. Yep, at the that's end of the it for them. Scene. Like presumably care. to train more girls for six years and rape them. Yes. This is the way of things. Right? Like, right. I'm like, yeah. this is like a step of the training. Because she's like, you must learn to pleasure a man no matter how vile. Your body so no longer belongs to you. It is a weapon. Yeah, so like, I've drugged you and raped you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Madam They were virgins. Did we forget to mention oh, they were yeah. all virgins? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. I, did you know, again, I'm going to debate that because, again, the relationship between Kat and Charlene seemed pretty honest and loving. They were maybe perhaps penetrative virgins. I also don't think that either. <laughs> I don't think they got... I think these girls were doing push-ups on their fingertips. And I don't believe it. Really? You don't believe yeah. they were virgins or you do think they were virgins? If it was an American movie, absolutely. But no. So you're saying that these women, none of them had sex? I'm you know saying... what happens at boarding schools? I'm pretty sure. A also lot of same-gender sex. I no, also but feel like there, there's special training. I'm, I'm actually with Sophie on this one. Yeah. Throughout the whole film, there's plenty of opportunity for them to kiss or to have like a like a more physical tender moment. And it never don't. takes it ever. And ever. She only says "I love you." Yeah. Once. Yeah, but they have much more on-screen chemistry they, than Jack and Charlene. Does not mean they're just super close friends. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know who was super close friends? There's so many. What? I was gonna say Ling Ju and his best friend. <laughs> oh, we have not gotten to Ling Ju yet. <laughs> Let's it's not coming. give it away. But they yeah. were super close. The friends. biggest surprise anyway. in the fucking right. movie. <laughs> so, so fall, big, big bad madman. Yep, yep. That is like really, if so out of place. Really so out of place. place. So, fucking like such a weird, shitty tonal shift. That like I mean I feel that the director wanted to like help us cleanse our palate because he rewarded us immediately afterwards with a slick assassination montage. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Like, immediately following. Yeah. Like, that was like a white snake video. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it really was. Like, fucking international, fucking glow-popping, different yeah. countries. There's a scene where I think Charlene, like, pops a lens out of her sunglasses and stabs the a guy in the... Slices wrist open yeah. with the whole thing being reflected in the lens of the sunglasses. There's like stilettos slashing people's throats. Mm-hmm. There's like fucking multiple like just like now remember you just watch people get raped. These and then same it's like people. and you're like cheering them on in their I guess you're like now they're good. Hold on, now they're happily working for the organization that did that to them. They're like so are they complicit? I guess so. Like what? Like I, I, 
I think so. I, I guess. Know. Like, at that point, they seem to be kind of, like, loving life and doing assassinations. Well, they're told, like, you got a five-year contract, you get paid a mil- over a million a year, yeah. and then your life is your own. Basically, your oh, life oh. is a fucking right. You have no life yet, so might as well get through it and then begin your life. So, yeah. Okay, so. anyway, whatever. Uh, but the maybe the they're plotting to kill her when they're out. But at no point do they say, take any time to say, we three people just had the worst experience of anyone. No, of yeah. course yeah. not. And no. we, should, we should start working on a revenge plot while we're acting like you, this. There's is no time for that. They had to get back in those high heels. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> uh, they don't do that. In just, that montage, <laughs> I think it's Charlene. Inexplicably yeah. kills a little person in the rain. Oh no, that's oh, yeah. cat. <laughs> that's cat. Charlene gets frisked by one, and then to cover their escape, cat kills the little guy. <laughs> it's so weird. Cat basically, I think, shadows Charlene on her jobs, on her assassination jobs. Yeah, because exactly. Because Charlene is good for nothing. Apparently. I mean, at least at least up until later in the film, because. <coughs> so what happens after they kill a little person? She decides to go and kill this uh, blonde-haired coke dealer who also inexplicably has, like, high-powered fans in mm. his coke den because Charlene decides to do, like, a sexy strip tease and there's, like, fan wind blowing in her hair. Yeah, that's the White Snake video I was talking about. Yeah. I was saying the assassination... Yeah, this but is, like... Have- the assassination montage, like, blends into the White Snake video. She basically dances for, like, fucking three minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> Correct. Like, on and off him, around the bed and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is yeah, not nonsense. naked though. Not, not naked. naked. Nope. She does take her panties off though. Yes, but you don't see. But I mean, but she's, she's still more wearing naked. a dress. She's wearing is a dress. She though. So if you're wearing a dress and no panties, you're more naked than when you're wearing a dress and panties. I'm sure she had a second pair under there. I mean, like the actress did, but Charlene, the character, did not. Huh. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, so she like so she just goes to assassinate this guy, and she does the trademark move that we discovered, which is like apparently bang a guy, then give him the back rub, and then break his spine. Oh shit, we forgot about that. Fucking Freddie Mercury is like, yo, if you press this vertebrae here, the spine pops out. <laughs> it loses the does vertebrae. it ever? It loses the vertebrae, and then you can rip out the following three or four vertebrae, which is fucking nonsense. Something like that, and he just shows on a skeleton, he's like, boop, boop, spine pop out, which is like the. Assassin in the beginning of the film does it, and yeah. then I guess like Charlene is about like, to do it. To about this guy. to do it. It's like it's their special move. Like it's their dragon punch. It's their like mm-hmm. quarter circle Beautiful. punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so then he's like, "Oh shit! The guy from the beginning was my brother, and I wanted to just kill all of Madame M's assassins." I suppose. Then there was a scene that like stuck out, which was Charlene throwing the sheet. Yeah. Like and it was like the sheet was like. Yes. Through the air, which allowed the henchman to not shoot her, but she could easily shoot through the sheet and yeah. just kill them. It was the start of kung fu magic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not. the The montage when they're killing all over oh, the globe. Oh yeah, yeah. Was they did the rope horrible. trick where they and they were yeah. skirting it pretty good with the intro scene too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure. yeah. The Royal Rumble of Death as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They no, we've a, seen plenty of kung bit. fu magic mm-hmm. so far. Anyway, but subtle. Okay. So Charlene <laughs> is totally compromised. And then Cat drops out of the ceiling and is like, I'm going to save the day. Yep. Because <laughs> that's what she does. <laughs> I guess so. We already knew she was tailing her. Right. And I swear to God, we talked about another movie on the other podcast a while ago. Okay. London Has Fallen. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like, it went way low on the list, right? Right. <laughs> because there's a scene where he's running away from guys shooting at him that's very, very much <laughs> like this scene okay. that we're getting to in Naked Weapon. 
where just 50 guys are shooting at one guy who's standing in a crossfire <laughs> in a hallway and doesn't get shot. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that kind of happens. That, that, that yeah, happens. that does happen. That totally. And she's wearing bright white. And they're using shotguns. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very small hallway, too. So, yeah, that happened. Well, they're but, like 20 feet away. <laughs> Just but Kat shows up and saves the day, so... So in a pretty spectacular fashion, cats have at us. It's pretty cool, and but then a thing happens where they go into this little supply closet, and they're like, "No, we're gonna die in here." And cat's like, "Not today, we're not." She grabs a sledgehammer and smashes through some water pipes in the wall. Yeah. No, the wall like, has been rusted through. Yeah, because of the pipes. Because of the water damage. Yeah, and then she's like, "Go on, Charlene. I'm not gonna follow you." Because, well, I have a plan. I mean, it worked out, right? No, but I don't, do you think she had that plan when she did it? Like, it did work out. She it like, was pretty stupid. Yeah. She, it was stupid. There was no reason. Like, yes, okay, there was, like, a, a fucking army coming after them, so staying behind and taking care of them was a smart thing to do, but I feel they could have worked on that together. And then they could have, like, exactly, they could have dropped down the water pipe, and then... Like, hung from the edge of the hole, shot the gas line, and then dropped down? Yeah. Because that, that worked. Uh, that's that's the plan, I guess, is she kind of gets in a locker and shoots the gas thing, and it's mm-hmm. like, boom. But, like, there's no door on the locker, and I was like, I feel that just like... No, no, there was a door. She, she was closed? looking around the thing, yeah. How do you think fireworks? Whatever. I'm not saying it made sense. I'm (laughs) saying there was a door. (laughs) So then everything explodes and all the Spanish mobsters die. Yes. Except for one. Kapoo. The one who grabs Charlene and then shoves a shotgun on her jaw. Where if oh, he, yeah. For so long. If he pulled the trigger, he would blow off her jaw, which I mean, like, would probably, like, hurt and incapacitate, but, like, would in no way kill her. No, nope. uh, she could probably bleed out. There. It was pretty much. No, but, like, but uh, she'd bleed out eventually, but yeah. I'm saying that, like, if she, like, managed, if, like, if. If adrenaline managed to, like, push her shit together, like, a jawless person could still kill you. Like. Pretty much. Mm. You know, like, if she had like a... Also, why did he grab the prostitute who was running away from the giant explosion with no weapons? Because I think people were like, call down, and they were like, Spanish, Spanish, prostitute is killer. No! I know why he grabbed the prostitute. Fuck, because they knew it was her! Because the little person was dead at the front door? Well, hey, yes, (laughs) but also the fucking coke dealers, like, killed my brother. The whole thing was was a a trap. trap. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Everybody was in on it. Except for the little person, because he Which got explains, gas yeah. <laughs> It explains why there were so many fucking people present. Exactly. With gun <laughs> yeah. All right. and fucking why, and why this movie taught of deep. everything. <laughs> that explanation was was layered. <laughs> thought uh, of everything. Yeah. No stone unturned. Anyway, so after all of that, Jack is back. Remember, Jack? Jack's back. <laughs> he's Six back. years later, I bet he's great. <laughs> he spent all that time. He, he was, is, a, he was he a is rook- no longer wearing a polo. He's wearing a three-piece suit. tailored mm-hmm. suit now. Yep. And again, okay. And it's 2002, so it's all gray. It's a gray suit with a gray vest and a gray shirt and a gray tie. Hang on. Wait a second. So it's 2002, and it was six years of training. So it was 1996 mm-hmm. at the Four Seasons. Okay. Right? Like, let's assume that the movie is taking place in contemporary times. So the Which explains the why the... The first naked weapon looks a lot like uh, Angelina Jolie in Hackers. <laughs> You're right. Same. Yeah. Same, same haircut and that same backless dress thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but why I'm Charlene just... pulls off that whole like neo look later on. But I, I was just saying that there's a little Nokia, silver Nokia film in this Four Seasons thing that was not a thing in 1996. There were brick fucking Motorola cell phones at oh, most. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. There were not teeny tiny little Motorolas. Whatever. <laughs> 
No, 100% not 96. The little blue Nokia that you like know and love is 99. Really? Like the silver Nokia was not till like after that. That had like in in North America. Mm. Yeah. This was in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't. But it was made. She wasn't from Italy. <laughs> it was, was made from China. It was made in Hong Kong, so they yeah, had all the shit. Maybe they just don't care. Yeah, no, maybe and that's they okay. Maybe they like, did not actually think that their flashback put them in 1996, and they thought about the cell phones yeah. of 1996. So maybe some Italy artistic was liberty was taken here. Huh? Maybe Italy was 2002, or maybe that Italy was 1999. So, so then, years later, we're putting it into this late future of the production. Oh, where we've achieved utopia, and only 40 <laughs> girls go missing a <laughs> <each> year. <laughs> no, uh, so anyway, Jack is back, and he's like, I guess I've given up on the case that killed my two partners. Mm-hmm. I've got bigger things to do. I guess. But doesn't. He has the exact same office with the exact same notes mm-hmm. pinned to his wall from six years per, per year. But he's the one that picks up Charlene, right? I forget the scene because you talked okay. a lot. So the mom has never given up on Charlene. Charlene's mom is did like... Did you just say he never gave up? What? He did. Yeah. He did. He did say that. I said the mom has never given up on Charlene. <laughs> okay. Never gave up. She's still like uh, praying to the goddess uh, Tin Hao. Tin Hao? Tin Hao. For her daughter's return. I have no Absolutely. I like wrote it phonetically of what she tried to say. Right. I might be saying it wrong. It's praying to the goddess for the safe return of her child. Jack Mm -hmm. is like, I've received some evidence from Spain that (laughs) indicates that Charlene may be alive. And I must arrest her. He's like, there's assassinations all over Europe. (laughs) When previously... It was Australia. Australia, Philippines, Spain, and Japan. And then he writes China dolls, and then he draws four lines connecting them. And he's like, why? Exclamation point, question mark. He's detectiving. Yeah, come on. Not why. Where? Where? Where could the China dolls be? (laughs) So weird. Guess what? They're in China. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! They're in China. Jack promises to arrest Charlene, yeah. which again... He can't do. CIA agents <laughs> cannot arrest anyone. Like, they can maybe citizens arrest people if they, he was in the United States. At most. And let's not forget, this is him trying to convince her to help him. Yeah. Yeah. And then could, your yeah. daughter's alive and I must arrest her. Right. Well, Please help me arrest her. She's a trained killer. Uh, I, I have... I, you have a note? No, I know. Yeah, we're going to get to it later. Okay, so I was going to say, Char- Charlene shows up and kills just some guy, like a random dude who helps paint uh, a dragon. He's um, like a, a either a political person or a big business some person. Some sort of leader person. A leader in the community. A community leader. Either he way, he's gets a to paint the dragon's eyes red and everybody claps. So it's an assassination goes. attempt on someone powerful. Yeah, yeah, not an attempt. She kills that dude. It's not an attempt. It's an assassination. Well, she shoots him in the ribs, and then he gets shot by and one cat, of the other China cat dolls. Cat nails him in the throat. Yeah, with a No, dart. that wasn't Cat. Oh, that was, was evil assassination squad member number three. Yes. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> wow. Sophie, I made a mistake of which assassination bailed out Charlene, the shitty assassin this no, no. time. I mean, for Charlene real, Charlene needs help every time. <laughs> so not only does this happen in front of Charlene's mom, who right. happens to be 
uh, a guest of this political and or business event. Yep. It also happens right in front of Jack. The worst CIA agent in history. Which right. Well, the proved. best because he doesn't do anything because he's a CIA agent. He's not like... Also, Isn't he's he on, on his own time at this point? He's on personal leave. Yeah. No, he's okay. not on personal leave yet. Oh, He only ends right. on personal leave because he gets sick in the truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, which happens because Jack chases Charlene down in the confusion after the assassination. Right. And they both end up stuck and in a ice magnum cream. ice cream yeah. bar truck. Magnum fudgical truck. So anyway, time passes. I suppose. Hours. Because then there's they suddenly, get... there's like a cut. Okay, so here it is. <laughs> he puts a gun at her face. She puts a gun at his dick. And then they're like, we're at an impasse. And then it cuts to the outside of the truck. Then it cuts back inside. And they all have frost face makeup on. <laughs> so we don't know how much time has passed. But it's been enough Hours. Time. But so they just, we're, I guess, led to believe that it's like for like hours. They're just sitting there in this like fucking two-person Mexican standoff. <laughs> yeah. We prefer to think of it as... Actual time. Seconds. Shit, it's going. Like, yeah. they really just drive around the corner of the van shows. And then either that or the, the inside temperature of those Magnum vans is like negative 30. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like as actual reference, John and I have worked inside refrigerated trucks. Oh, yeah, you have. We're really that cold. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're cold, but they're not, like, frost-face cold. Yeah, but that right. was... Did you guys ever have to hold each other <laughs> for body? As long as they're sub-zero, they won't melt. I feel that they would chill a, an ice cream refrigerator truck more than a flower truck. That's oh, definitely. They, they, valid they point. So, but in minutes? Okay, but I mean, anyway, whatever. It, it's kind of ridiculous. People I, don't get little white patches of frost like that. It looked like the makeup people had like splashed sawdust or something on them. It was, it was. I don't know. I it, have a question. For the effect group. didn't work for me. At about what age did you find out that it was not correct to call Inuit people Eskimos? Oh yeah, you picked up on that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible of me. Yeah. Because like I remember like pretty distinctly it being elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm guessing, like, grade three or four kind of thing. Like, where it was, like, where there was just, like, an... I mean, I guess, obviously... First of all, we grew up in Canada, so, like, we have Inuit. Mm-hmm. Like, which is, I think, I think maybe we're a little more sensitive to it, I guess. Like, I'm sure there's sure. people in the Deep South, I'm sure, who not throw, who throw around Eskimos being, like... And, and people in, like, Brazil were just, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but zero fucks. People in Asia don't give a shit. So yeah, exactly. But either way... So Why does this surprise you? Because it's fucking 2002 and someone did the English translation of this and was like, sure. But, but there's like a hundred little examples of like weird voice translated. actor said, let's do like the Eskimos. He's just saying his lines, man. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, we still have a team called the Washington Redskins in the NFL. Right. But don't say we. There's no <laughs> teams of the NFL that play in Canada. None. America. We the world. There's a way. Where's we things? the children. Listen, man. We are the ones. Every year, forty women are kidnapped, <laughs> trained to become assassins. Serious, Keith. I'm, I'm not minimizing that. that. I want to see that fucking so public, they, they... public service announcement. Forty girls are kidnapped every year and brought to a beach. <laughs> They're trained in the art. Of assassination and wine tasting. As much as you want to see that. Jesus Christ, I, you're losing it. It's so stupid. I want like 40 girls. Keith, as, as much as you want to see that commercial, I want to see Jack's report to his CIA like, level administrators. He's just being like, I'm on to something. <laughs> Boss, women. do you see this? 40 girls. Missing. From all over the world. Boss. <laughs> 
We need to do something. <laughs> What's the CIA doing to stop these 40 girls from being missing? <laughs> Just as amazingly, over the next six years, no he other names get added to that list, right? Like, he's also like, straight to the top of you, Jeff. You're getting a promotion in this gray suit. <laughs> Oh god! Like, Jack is my favorite character. He's the worst. He's Jack amazing. is the fucking worst. He's the worst. He's so funny. <laughs> so terrible. Oh. Uh, so then the plot moves forward. Wait, wait, no, 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 really. no! They connect in the truck. Yeah, it's they true. Because they, they do say like she spares his life because he's true. a good guy, and then she, she knocks, knocks him out. She knocks him out instead of killing him. Or yes. like she so, obviously could kill him. Jack goes back to Charlene's mother's. And then to, to watch out for her because he suspects an international assassin may be coming to the house. Right. Mm-hmm. So he walks all the way over to her house. To whack her mom. And at this point, he's on personal leave. <laughs> at this point, he's on personal leave because presumably he got like hypothermia or something in the truck. Right. <laughs> and he questions his own professional involvement. He's like, like recording the thing. He's like, Jack Files. If I recall correctly, standing in a tree, observing yeah. the mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, what am I saying? And then he deletes <laughs> the message and then starts recording again. And then an assassination assassin does show up, but it's evil assassination squad member number three. Yes. Right. Jack jumps out of a tree and immediately loses Drops his gun. Drops his gun. <laughs> he just, Drops he was and loses it. And then he doesn't go back for it. Nope, nope. it's gone. Keeps, it gone. <laughs> no. Keeps running. <laughs> He's amazing. I love Jack. So... He uses his Nokia. Yes. He, like, oh. aha, and he, like, jams the back of his Nokia, which could have existed in 2002. Into the back of the That psycho. seemed like a correct 2002 phone. Right. Uh, into the back, and then the phone goes off, and he's like, shit. The I've rose been had is exposed. Deadly Viper Assassination Squad member number three. Uh, <coughs> he's not un- unable on. to immediately kill him because... Fucking Charlene comes through the window. No, Jack CGI knows Kung glass. Fu. Oh, yeah, no, Jack does know Kung Fu. Oh, mm-hmm. you're right, Jack, Jack Kung Fu. Jack yeah, it's a good three-minute fight scene. Jack can slow her down with his Kung Fu that we, we He learned. actually did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he did not immediately die in the face of an yeah. assassin. But then Charlene flies through the window. Nope, first... Oh, yeah. shit. First yeah. assassination machine number three throws Jack through a window. Right. And stab Sharp's mom. Oh, the yeah. Big ass knife. That's an important plot. Oh, he yeah. Does. Right in the stomach. Stabs her in the belly. That's and right. Then she flies through a window. And then Charlene flies and through a window. And then Charlene flies through a With window. CGI glass explosion, and it, they burst Super into CGI. avial kung fu ballet of death. Like lawnmower man CGI. Ariel? Yeah. Did yeah. you say avial? It doesn't matter. Anyway, it was very pretty. Glass flying everywhere. Is this where she flicks the glass? Yes. Through okay. the girl's neck? Yes. So hang on. Yeah. So. They enter in this kung, kung fu thing. Magic. They like they jump into the air and they do like midair kicks. Then they both fly back. They both hit different couches. Use the couches to springboard back into the air. Yes. Do some midair kung fu back at each other. One of them like like skitters down to the floor. The other goes like and like skitters up on top of a fucking armoire, armoire yeah. or something. And they're like oh, and then they pose. And I feel then, like there's a shot or two of that that was in a, like a exact remake of the the scene from Big Trouble in Little China at the end. Kinda. There's like Were they bouncing off of the trampolines? Yeah, but they bounce a lot more in Big Trouble in Little China. There's just yeah. like there's like a single bounce in this scene. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China has like nonstop trampoline acts. Right. And then Deadly Viper Assassination Squad member number, number three. three is like 
she's like, photograph attack, and like grabs like a stack of photographs and is like, and like shoots a bunch of photographs at Charlene. Yeah. And then Charlene. They're like, in frames. They're in frames. They're in like photographs in glass and metal frames. Yeah. Okay, Charlene right. is like, cow! Everything <laughs> and, like, sh- shatters. Double Every- punches the stack of photographs. Like there's four photographs and she does like one move. Yep, and, and then they, they hover there until she redirects it. Right. Not only do they hover there, the metal frames shatter, paper photographs, and it's just shards drop. of glass. Yeah. Only the shards of glass are hovering. Yep. And then she's like, Wacha! Sends it flying back towards <laughs> Psycho. Glass changes direction in midair. It's vitromancy. And goes flying at assassination monster number three. And then she's like, I'm not all the way dead. And then she picks up another piece of glass and is like, Yes, you are. She flicks it like you would a fucking beer cap. She <laughs> flicks it and it goes through her throat, one end to the other. And out. Exactly. Like and the way someone would flick the away a cigarette. Into the wall behind her. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. nonsense. It was amazing. And she grabbed the glass from her gymnastics award from when she was little. So at this point, we need to understand that Madame M sent Psycho to kill Charlene's mother. I guess. Like, I, I suppose it's like a protecting her asset. Kind yeah. of thing, being like, oh shit, Charlene has a soft spot for her mother. Yeah. We should kill her. Pretty much. So at this point, what? Do, <laughs> does Charlene go and hunt down men and men? No, man, you're skipping way no. ahead. You're missing, you're missing piggyback you're missing mom the scene. <laughs> piggyback, piggyback mom scene. scene. Yep. Exactly. They're like, let's do it. Jack wakes up after getting knocked out by assassin number three mm-hmm. and sees Charlene, who's also pretty beat up, and they go to take a look at her mom, who's still alive, and okay. is very happy to see Charlene and says she loves her. And then they say, she's dying. We actually should stop this and get to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, so Jack walk. offers Jack. to carry her to a hospital nearby. Piggyback style. It's so the best. So what we're led to believe is that Charlene's mom does not have a car. <laughs> Charlene showed up without a car. Assassination girl number three showed up without a car. And Jack showed up without a car. So they're outside of the city. All four people, like, did not go there together. Mm-hmm. So like, there's none of them carpooled in together. <laughs> But all four of them also did not show up at the car. Like, were they all riding? Also, like, cannot call a cab yep, on they the bus. Call the ambulance. All, like, all of them. Taxi. Yeah, yeah she definitely an ambulance. Just like yeah. fucking. There was a horrible attack. Like, he's a CIA agent. Charlene could be like, I can't be here. I'm a fucking assassin. Goodbye. But like, call an ambulance. And Jack could be like, Yo, there was a thing. I'm a CIA agent. This woman needs help. Right. Nope. He puts her on his back and <laughs> runs down the street. We know for a fact in this scene, he has a phone. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure he got knocked out of his hand. It's true. And just it's like his gun, it's gone forever. Yep. Whee! As soon as he drops it, gone. Jack is the best. And then he's like, I don't know if I'm here for professional or personal reasons. I'm like, well, you're carrying a dead wo- a woman's dying mom. And then he gives Charlene his card. They stop. They chat. Her mom <laughs> is bleeding to death on his piggyback. <laughs> he's like, here's my number. Anyway, so then she's like, please take care of my mom, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, like, this is where the movie just, like, abruptly has, like, surprise. Madame M, I guess, is suddenly compassionate, I guess, because, like, Kat and Charlene are sitting there. They've killed assassination number three. And they're like, you know, the rules and blah, 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 blah. And Madame M is like, listen, Charlene, I know you love your mom and whatever, but just do one more job for me and we're done. I kind of thought that was closing the loop. She was going to murder them after this, you know? Maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. I, I felt like maybe, yeah. That Like, it's established that she's she will just kill off the assassins, you know? I, I assumed that yeah. she was going to set up that job as a trap to kill them Yeah, off. that was what it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, twist. The guy who <laughs> hired the last job was like, man, fuck Madame M. <laughs> just out of nowhere. 
this guy named Ling Jui is just like hired her to kill Kenji and then is like fucking psych out, strings Madame M up on some meat hooks. Yeah. Like, two, two meat hooks through the chest. Two meat hooks through the chest. Invites Kat and Charlene into like super space special disco. <laughs> space disco alien bar and is like, <laughs> here's your leader, idiots. And then he's like all because they killed his best friend, who I don't think we saw them kill his best friend. Like maybe was was I totally guy. didn't get. I'd like yeah. to believe that it was his best friend who was killed by a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I like it was, when she popped the thing out. Wait, no, I totally thought it was the first guy. No, but gets the killed fir- by silver dress. But the silver. No, but the first guy's brother Italian. is the blonde guy. That's his brother. They're all buddies. That guy wasn't Asian. I actually think there's something kind of poetic that we, we'll never know. But they, like they didn't, they no purposefully didn't tell you what the origin is. It comes no. out of, but but they they have they could have like hundreds of guys who hate them. You know, this was just one of them. Like, Link says my best line ever. Oh. It's totally the the bouncer little person. Oh, <laughs> shit. You killed my best friend. He wasn't even a gangster. Anyway, he's like, you killed my best friend. Do you have any idea how lonely life is without oh, him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not even like a lover or anything. Yeah. Like, you just killed my best friend, so fuck all y'all. Yeah. Fuck the China dolls. Fuck Madame M. <laughs> and this guy, this actor, is like Out amazing. of control. Yeah. Like, he just basically, he like, he built, like, would have much more to do in like, an itchy the killer. That's exactly what I was thinking like, of when I saw him. The there. super charismatic, like, yeah, he is. like yeah. open frilly shirt. Like, there's like a part where like they're shooting at him. He's behind bulletproof, bulletproof yeah. glass, and he's like dancing behind. And fuck, it's so weird. But it's it's but, fucking weird because the whole time they were building up Madame M as the main baddie. Yeah, no, yeah he's totally. Just fucking wiped out when you think that there's going to be some involvement or confrontation, <laughs> and this guy shows up and is like, "Nope, I'm the bad guy." Then he shoots Charlene with an aphrodisiac gun. Instead of a real gun. It's like a, a dark <laughs> oh, gun yeah. full of Spanish fly, kind yeah. of. Because, well, yeah. Yep. And which leads us, I guess, I suppose, to our third most disturbing scene. How did... Okay, so this is something Ichi I got the Killer distracted. also came out in 2002. Huh. Huh. A thing like that. So the, these, so the, the characters were developed simultaneously. <laughs> this guy would have been as as fresh as well, that. Ichi was Japanese, except and this is Chinese, yeah. right? Except okay, this but... guy shows up midway through the third act. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just like really like had like their best, most charismatic actor. Just yeah. Like, oh, What's wait, up, you guys? But what got... happened to Cat? How does she stay behind? Because uh, like Shining gets shot up with the drugs. They were falls both, out the window. They were both trying yeah, to yeah. get out the window, and then he grabbed Cat back with oh, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was wire. like. Whoosh. Uh, yeah. There was a, there was a few effects that made me lead, lead so terrible. that like led me to believe that there were scenes that were supposed to be in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> like, they couldn't really do much 3D. Like, no, 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 no. no, no. But, like, but like it was just sort of like they filmed them that way, like with the hopes. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe we'll get the 3D budget later. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, that after, would explain the like so again, multiple times people jump through glass or are thrown through glass for like no fucking reason. Yeah, for real. So then Charlene's on this aphrodisiac in this dumpster, and then Jack rescues her out of the dumpster, and then they go to the ocean together, mm-hmm. and then she tries to kiss him because she's on this aphrodisiac, and then Jack's pretty into it. Oh, my God. Is this where he says, I'm arresting you because I want to help you? Yes. Yep. Yep. And the whole I, time I wrote I'm here in this caps, scene, romance like, isn't dead. <laughs> I'm watching this scene like... If she's doped up to high hell, she can't give consent. Right. This is what I wrote. Drug-induced sexy times, more rape. Wait, no no rape. Jack, good guy. Yeah, because Jack, <laughs> like, Jack, Jack backs up a second. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Charlene, 
what's actually happening here? Yeah. And she's like, I got shot with a powerful drug that's making me really horny. And he's like, okay, she, she, we're she not going to have sex. She we're called not. it a mild aphrodisiac. Mild. But her eyes are going crooked. Like, she's, like she's, she's not mildly stoned. affected. You guys are and, missing and, the most And important. Jack stops. Jack stops. She's like, I don't. I, I like you, but I don't want to have sex with you in this way, and I want to help you. So he throws her in the ocean. He drops her face yeah. first in the water to, like, splash some water in his head because he's, like, riled up. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I got it. I got my shit together. All right, Charlene, Woo. what's up? Charlene! <laughs> she's just floating face down in the water. I love Jack so much. She's drowning. <laughs> To give himself a bit of a cold shower. Because he hasn't been in a fight. He hasn't been in any real stress. You know, he just runs into Charlene. He just some water on himself. Almost drowns her. (laughs) And then he drags her to shore. He's like, oh my god, you're breathing. Everything is good. We're going to get you some detox. We're going to get you to a hospital. They're going to do some blood tests to see what's in your... No. He starts making out with her right away. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's like, no, it's okay now. So I think that, like, okay, what I'm led the to believe... The water resuscitated them. Exactly. Yeah, what I'm to yeah. believe as a viewer is that nearly drowning face first in the water was enough to, like, shake off the effects of the aphrodisiac. Maybe if she yeah. swallowed seawater, she threw some of it up. No, except it was injected. Injected. Yeah, it was, so, like, 20 yeah, cc's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to point something out here. Ever since Jack came back, Cat has basically had, like, 1% screen time. Right. So the relationship that these two are fucking inseparable and, and like always protecting or looking each other after each other. And like basically there, there's no other way around it. Like they, they basically created this whole lesbian love between the two of them without right. actually like showing it. Like, and then she's fucking nowhere to be at seen. The ba- at the bare minimum, they're like sisters. Like if they are not lovers, they are as close as sisters. Yeah. Right? I've so. never known sisters to do those. Naked shower, close no. nose talking. I don't know, man. I, no, like, Keith. I've seen a lot no. of French film. <laughs> oh my god! It is film. Les cousins dangereux. <laughs> okay, but like exactly, like where the fuck was Cat when Assassination Girl Number Three showed up? Cat's like, Meh. yeah. Like she's she like trailing Charlene and like keeping her back, but then she's like, eh, whatever. So Cat now is the useless one because she got held back, and now we're to assume that. You know, she's being held hostage in one way she or another. She gets kidnapped by Itchy, the aphrodisiac killer. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, I find it fucking, it sucks. Because yeah. I really like the whole relationship that they had. As much as I love Jack, the relationship they built around those two girls was so amazing. And then fucking bumbling, charming yeah, girl like it, shows it, up. Yeah, it shoehorns in male protagonist for kind of no fucking reason. Now when yeah. you go, when it's we really say, hard to call him a protagonist because he's, fuck, he's fucking he's, horrible he's at everything. Useless. He fucks everything up. Yep. Like, he's... Catches he's no bad guys. Like, no. Yeah, he's like a force of nature, not a protagonist. <laughs> he's good at making shots. So, no. <laughs> he sleeps with Charlene. Yeah. He's like, you're, On the beach. you're stoned, out of your mind, and now half drowned. We're, we're to gonna assume, have sex. We're to assume that the cold water and the shock of nearly drowning <laughs> sobered her up. Right. Right up. I just, I'm amazed that he had sex with anyone, regardless of other situations, <laughs> that had just half drown. I'm trying to think of my wife just being like, pulling her out of the ocean, she's drowning, sit her up, I get the, the water out of her lungs, and her at all saying, sex now. Yeah, but no, I mean, but like, I, to be fair, your wife is not a trained assassin. Like, we don't know what kind of metabolism these people have. 
<laughs> Maybe she wakes up hungry for sex after right. every time. Yeah. She's almost drowned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fetish. Like, snot coming out right? of her. Uh, it's like a David Carradine thing. We don't know about martial arts. Right. David Carradine could do martial arts, and he liked autoerotic asphyxiation. Maybe Charlene does, too. Mm-hmm. What do we no, know about I, anything? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> do, I think we have to rule 34 aqua hydro, like, or hydro autoerotic asphyxiation. A hundred percent of things. Was yeah. it like that movie Crash where people got super turned on by crashing their cars and nearly dying? <laughs> there are dozens of other us. people's car accidents. There are dozens of us. So she's like, she leaves a letter. She's like, dear Jack, last night was magical. Sorry about drowning on you. Or whatever. <laughs> Take care of mom. Take care of my mom. So he's like, okay. Here's the thing. Like, the the ninja assassin crazy lady orders you to take care of her mom. Yeah, Do you you do do this? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Pretty much. She'll find you. And then she shows up at the docks. Worst one night stand ever. And Itchy the Killer has fucking cat, like, propped up like a puppet. It's like making her move and wave, and it's like super creepy. Again, so gruesome. Yeah, like Like propped up in a dress, and like she's bleeding all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Because the ropes are are through her limbs, through her arms and legs that are propped up. Yeah, Yeah. again, like like torture porn style. The itch of the killer. The itch of the killer comparison was like it's not out of nowhere. It's like that's could have straight up been like the the one thing is the whole film did not have a lot of blood. No. Anytime someone's shot or cut or whatever, there's un- prob- like probably maybe nothing. one in every Tiny five. Yeah. yeah. This so this scene actually did have blood on her on her like joints, yeah. and yeah. it was like it it struck me more because yeah. of that. Yeah. All over the place. Her face was also bleeding, like she was bleeding from the mouth and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, bad guy Ling is like, "Kill your friend," and then just does. So cat, you know. No, 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 no. You missed out the most important part. Cat actually says, "I love you." Oh Charlie. yeah, cat does mm-hmm. say, "I love you." Yeah. Like a sister. And he forces Charlene to watch as yes. he cuts off Cat's fucking head. Yes, because yeah. he's behind bulletproof glass, and yeah. she like empties a clip into him, and he's like dancing. And then Charlene is like, "Fight, motherfucker!" You. Well, he goes to series. Like now we're fueled. We're both fueled yeah. by revenge. So let's. He fight. walks up, dragging the sword. Just odd. Well, you're fueled by the revenge of the best friend slash lover that I murdered in front of you. I'm fueled by revenge by. Someone you didn't kill and someone who maybe Ma- didn't even die on camera, but Ma- McCool bro. my revenge is also valid. <laughs> it just, just seems odd to fuel somebody with some sort of power that they could hold over you when you're so close to exacting your complete and total revenge. I think he's... it's Okay, but it's like that, again, it's like the, the crazy, whatever, the triad. Triads? Triads are Chinese? Yes. Yeah. Yakuza are Japanese. Yes. It's like the, it's, he's supposed to be like this crazy triad motherfucker who's like, doesn't give any fucks. Right. He's like he wants to fight. Also, yeah. You don't think it's kind of like an artistic choice from the director? Or from yeah, from the, the director. I feel there's I mean, a I lot of artistic choices. Yeah. Maybe from the director, but I like to just I be believe like that the character was like. I believe like the character's motivation was like I don't give a fuck. Well, a lot of this whole thing is like satirizing the genre of assassin movies, and satirizing or capitalizing on. Oh, yeah, both, like, both capitalizing and a satire going on here. Well, maybe I mean, like an homage, yeah, maybe the co- the bumbling cop rather than like. You That's what I'm saying. I think it's more homage. I don't think it was anything that was like straight satire. Uh, I don't think you're giving the fucking director a lot of credit. Yeah, there's no way that was satire, satire going on there. So you can imagine after like satire. a scene of depicting brutal torture and then a decapitation that this final fight is going to be the Mortal Kombat of final fights. It's yeah. an okay fight. 
But it's, then there's like a it's third. It's not. Se- it's the Matrix training sequence fight. It is. Yeah. It's a there's a Matrix. there's a sequence where she jumps on his head and is standing there with like one and foot like spins in a circle stands. for a while for so long. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's she assumes really the crane stands on his head and it's like, shh. and then she jumps up and then she spins. Then he pokes her in the eyes and then she's blind. Oh, yeah. And then she comes and she's like dodging his punches. Hold on. She uses the force. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She is says. Let your heart become water. Yes. Like in your training or something, which is not in the training. My water heart. Movie. So, like, blind fighting was also taught well, I to mean, her. I mean, they trained on the beach. I guess. <laughs> there was a scene where, like, so a... So did Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> there was a scene where a soldier, like, shoved some her face in the water while she was doing yep. push-ups. Yep. So then she's like, it's like that time. I guess. Like, but there's no, there's no real lead into why she knows blind yep, fighting. Yep, yep. You know what? This, this scene is the second right. scene, the second fight scene that stood out to me as using... Stunt doubles that don't look anything like the actor they're doubling. <laughs> so was the, the guy with no beard and then the a guy, beard? Yeah, because the main, the, the new main bad guy, Ling. whatever, Ling, yeah. has this stylish beard and stunt double does not. Clearly yeah. does not. So that was annoying. Yeah. And the stunt double, I think the first one was the, the, the Royal Rumble. The Romanian death. girl. Mm-hmm. The Romanian Suddenly, girl. Like a, an Asian. Which yeah, is blo- super which Asian which all of a sudden. Blows Scott's mind. Because if you recall, you're like, the Romanian girl has a single line of dialogue, so why couldn't you have just paid the, the stunt, stunt woman, woman to do it? To give that line of dialogue, you know, <laughs> that's like, a good point. No, she she like, did have to. We're lines. gonna die here. <laughs> like that's all she had to say. Yeah, exactly. Don't kill me, please. Like how bad an actress was the stunt double? <laughs> I just say we're gonna die here. Exactly. No, <laughs> runs away. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. So that was my so shout she takes out a, to Ling. Takes a flying punch at her, which she like grabs. And then his like wrist th- grabs his wrist to throw him faster, oh, yeah, so and good. then does the stupid aforementioned fucking spine thing. Five point China palms. doll, China doll finishing move. Yeah, Which while like still in the air, flying mid air, crack, crack, yeah, his spine. Yes. And then we cut to a little Buddhist temple, and then they're praying or something. And then uh, it turns out that Jack is like, "I miss this girl. I love her. Maybe our paths will cross." And then the uh, the temple owner is like. There was a woman here who said you'd be here who had the same fortune. And he's like, what? <laughs> and, <of Credits>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I think our paths will cross. We have all those great memories, like the ice cream truck and her mom dying. And, and the then beach. me maybe raping her. Yeah. Our paths were intertwined forever. <laughs> Jack and Charlene. Jack is amazing. I but he should not be in the movie. No, he's fucking useless. He doesn't do anything in the movie <laughs> at like, all. Hold on a second, a second. Jack is amazing. He shouldn't be in the movie. No, no he shouldn't. <laughs> but, but his character is amazing. He's so dumb. I just, I am so entertained by everything he does. Uh, and he's just got this permanent deer in a headlights look on his face. But so just for the record, like, no one got the revenge. No. Right? <laughs> no one. Charlene did. Charlene literally Charlene killed... Charlene did not get to kill Madame M, who kidnapped her. No. And ruined her But she life. did kill Cat's killer. She what? did. Immediately the real, after Cat died. Though. The yeah. real crime of this movie is that those guards apparently... Got away fine. with murder and I fucking... The, 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 not murder. And rape. Yeah. 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 The guards just walked the fuck away. They did. So that was Naked Weapon. Wow. Uh, I think we have one order of business, you guys. What? We need to rank this film. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy this film? I thought this we, was we fantastic. This was final fun. notes before you. Final notes, final thoughts, Scott. Uh, there's a lot of things that I don't think fly in movies anymore. Uh, Fourteen years later, no. <laughs> I think that the casual rape, the accidental rape, and uh, 
uh, racist terminology for the Inu people. Twelve-year-old murders. That's like a weird thing to see online on screen. Online on no, the yeah. internet. John, yeah. thoughts? Uh, I still think that this was in some ways a satire. The like, <laughs> the director trolling you with the unrequited lesbian intimacy, the fucking useless male protagonist. The like, I think he was trolling people real fucking You're hard. Giving- the near complete lack of nudity. <laughs> the near complete la- lack of nudity. I think you're fucking... giving this so much credit. <laughs> you know I don't know. The, the only thing he in did. In conclusion, I really liked it. I thought, <laughs> like, yeah. I really, I don't often enjoy Asian cinema and I go to a lot of it at Fantasia every year. I force myself to go to like five Check or ten. Yeah, and, and this was like good, stupid fun. Yes. Yeah. Th- that's exactly what that is. And I already have the next one picked out, but. Yeah, we'll see. The turn, Sophie. Yep. Yeah, Sophie, I, I mean, you've, this is your favorite movie, so... It is not my favorite movie, but it is definitely a movie. <laughs> you said you've seen this at least 12 times. Uh, yeah, something so like that. So it puts this, like, somewhere in your top 25. No. No? No. It's in I, the there's th- some movies that I just... Wow, 12 times would not rank my... No, Scott yeah. is insane. Top 50. I, I've always loved this movie. I've loved laughing at it. I, I've loved looking at it, because, like it or not, some of the shots are just fantastic. I thought some of the fights were really good. Some like, of the yeah. fights were fun. They're, they're fun to look at. Obviously, yeah. it's not realistic. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it never is realistic from the start, so I don't feel annoyed at it, Scott. I feel like this movie <laughs> is like... I could not recommend this to a friend. <laughs> really? Like, if yeah. someone if huh. someone was like, hey, I'm thinking about watching, and I know it's like, Technically different genres and from different countries. But if someone was like wanting to watch Naked Weapon, I'd be like, you should probably watch Sing Him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You should probably watch what? Sing Him. The Bollywood. Bollywood action cop movie. Bromance. Romance. A lot dance of martial numbers. Arts. Martial See, I was arts. Samurai Cop. What? Samurai, Samurai Cop? Cop yeah. yeah. I've still not seen that. Oh, you is should it watch online? Samurai Cop. It probably is. I need to see it. Samurai mm-hmm. Cop is. If you're going to go for like schlocky garbage samurai cop is like significantly schlockier garbage than this this was fun yeah like this is absolutely fun like it's yeah. one of those like i would have wa- i've been i would have been really into this movie in high school i yeah this for is sure back when we were uh when i was doing kung fu like every single day we'd get together for movies and then do fight club and back we would watch shit like this have a few beers and just laugh at how ridiculous it was yeah, yeah. i mean that's what you're you're not this would have done well fun, sci-fi you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's it i think we would have would have could have had some like fun High school, college movie nights, whatever. Like, I mean, because yeah. we used to do, like, some friends of mine, whatever, in high school, we would go and rent. We would, like, alternate basically, like, horror and kung fu, renting, yeah. like, two or three on every Friday night and just, like, hammer through them and not always end up watching them and fall asleep and watch them on the Saturday morning. This would have been in, like, we would have been, like, excited by this one. Like, because we wanted, yeah. again, like you mentioned, there's, like, bad ones. This yes. is, like, the, uh, yeah. the pacing and tempo of this film is, like, basically non-stop there's like fights constantly or ridiculous things happening yeah. constantly i so. need to show you guys god of cookery i've seen it all right fine it was the same way we did kung fu hustle that's why you guys saw it right Maybe. Stephen chow yeah that's, yeah yeah that's, you showed it to me except for yeah probably <laughs> have you, you seen this guy no he's the scott gave it to me oh really <laughs> shaolin i saw it after seeing shaolin soccer yeah that huh. would have been my i like kung fu hustle <laughs> Less than Shaolin Soccer. That's the one I would, yeah. Are we rating this thing? We should rate it. Yep. Scott, do you have the list up? I have the list up, and All this right. is going to be messy. Oh, yeah. gosh. So let's start with It is worse than Star Wars. Star Wars. Episode... It is worse than Star Wars. The fourth... Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yep. All right. So let's go down to the next touchstone, Jurassic World. It's worse than Jurassic <laughs> Probably World. Probably worse than Jurassic World. I've not seen it. Yeah. All right. Jurassic World is very fun. Um, it's good, though. 
down a couple more slots, we get to Crush Groove. Oh, what? Oh, ho. Ooh. Oh, shit. It's Battle of the Movie Club. I don't know. I like it better than Crush Groove. Uh, you would. I absolutely <laughs> <yes>. do not. <laughs> I tend to agree with Scott. Like, Crush Done. Groove, I could watch, like, I could recommend to people. This is, like, very niche. Like, if there's, like, I mean, so is Crush Groove. So is Crush what's Groove. Below, yeah, what's below Crush Groove and what's above Crush Groove? Yeah. Uh, above Crush Groove and below Crush Groove are movies I've only seen. Okay, so on explain list. why. Uh, Run All Nights with uh, Liam Neeson. That's above? That's above Crush Groove. What's above that? Evil Dead. Okay, uh, so, like, it's much worse than Evil Dead. It's yes, worse than Evil Dead. But it's... No, it is worse than yeah. Yeah. And below Crush Groove, we've got Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and We Are Your Friends. I've seen neither of them. What about We Are Your Friends? I would put this below We Are Your Friends. Really? What's below that? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, running down a dream. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Henry, a four-hour documentary about Tom Petty. Because like, here's the thing about We Are Your Friends: is like, We Are Your Friends doesn't have guys raping women, high fiving. <laughs> like, there's a lot of points that are negative on this movie. Let's go. Let's go down further. Warm Bodies. Whoa! Why do you put this on Warm Bodies, Scott? By Scott, I mean John. I've not seen Warm Bodies. Oof. It's close. What's below Warm Bodies? Paranormal Activity. Oh, it's, it's above, above Paranormal, it's above paranormal it's Activity. It's okay. So we're, like, we're narrowing it in. It's above, yeah. like, I, I can agree. Yeah. It's above Paranormal Activity. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Dimensions. <laughs> Remember, it's not, the, not one of the good ones. Right above okay. that is Warm Bodies. Oh, man. I think Warm Bodies is going to be... Knockdown one? <laughs> is it better than Warm Bodies? I've not I would probably it. watch this again before I would watch, I would watch warm, warm Bodies. So where is it in Tom Petty? That's that's. I would rather watch Tom Petty. Really? What? I really did not like this movie. What? No, I would put this above. Uh, well, I haven't seen a four-hour documentary about Tom Petty, but I don't really I can like. I imagine Tom Petty. what it is. Yeah, me too. And I like Tom Petty. I would true? still yeah. watch. I would this. still watch this before. Uh, All right, so that Keith? puts it right under "We Are Your Friends." I think I think that's where it goes. Because right. we, "We Are Your Friends" has like. That same, like, come around all the way to being awesome again. Like, it's, this is, like, which I think is, like, the right... This is the, I'm going to have to watch that movie. Where that movie exists. It keeps coming up a little too much. You know what? I'm not sure I... I'm not sure I feel good about this. Like, you above We Are Your Friends? No, 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 no the bodies. other way around. Trump, uh, the, the, the documentary. Well, I believe like, it's, it's below, we're below We Are Your Friends and above Warm Bodies. That's okay. where Tom Petty above is. Tom and then Petty. there's Tom Petty. So right. it's, like, where does it go in, Tom, in terms of Tom Petty? I know Tom, I said before, like... I'll, I'll say this about yeah. the Tom Petty movie. It did have that kind of devil in Daniel Johnson, but with a super successful artist kind of feel. See, that could be really interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I watched all four yeah. hours of it, <laughs> not being a huge Tom Petty fan. I mean, a good documentary I could easily yeah. see being better than this film. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but this is that's so it. fun. It, see, that's the thing. It was fun, and it, it was like... so tonally inconsistent. Every now and yeah. then, something... Either really I'm just sad gonna say the Tom Petty really and the Heartbreakers four hour documentary probably did not have a gang rape scene in the middle. The Chinese have a lot of they, extremes like this though, that's the thing. Yeah. In their in their theater, Hong Kong or whatever. Are you defending this film? Again, I think it's I, again I think it's using that to satirize other movies that put random insane violence, whereas this one's Yay. just pushing it to the next level this in is order no to way satirical. In no way. Uh, These movies are dime a dozen. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going I'm to say that this is underneath the documentary. Underneath Tom Petty. Someone write that uh, down. People can disagree with me. I, I'm, I right, think I'm I think underneath Tom Petty, was, like I said, without yeah. Tom Petty, I'm just saying that like a well-made documentary about almost any subject 
I think is better than this movie. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm... All right. So, right below, running down a dream. Right, right above. above. Warm bodies. There we have it. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> definitive list. This was another episode of the 9 to 5 Movie Club. We'll probably do another one of these in two years. <laughs> no. Ah. Nine to five dot cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.